Ah, yes, it's Overreaction Monday after a championship Sunday. Rich Eisen along with Chris Brockman getting set to overreact to two monster games that spat out two Super Bowl teams for the very first time uh, all season. We've been thinking about who's going to make it. I know. Who's not going to make it. We now know who's made it. For the first time all season. It's two of the teams we should have thought would have made it all year. Well, I did say <laughs> Chiefs and Niners were going to make it way back in the day when we started doing this podcast and the first season preview show came out on Labor Day. It would have been great to have had it confirmed back then. <laughs> uh, of course, I hopped off the Chiefs right. to hop on the Ravens. When, uh, no one blames you for around that. Around Thanksgiving yeah. and then given a chance to change it going into the playoffs. I stuck with the Ravens. Then on game day morning on you, Sunday, you picked the Chiefs. I took the Chiefs. I saw. I hopped off the Ravens. You did. And uh, I, I, I made the right move. Smart move, And man. stuck with the Niners. Didn't look like that was a smart move around halftime. But at any rate, there's a lot to overreact to yeah, here buddy. on this edition of Overreaction Monday that's brought to you, as always, by our friends at game time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Stay tuned to this podcast because later on, right in the middle, I'll give you a promo code on how to buy a big game ticket and get some nice money off of that. In the meantime, you could still create an account and redeem the code overreaction to get $20 off your first purchase if you're not going to the big game. And that's how we start. Overreaction Monday. Are you ready for All this? Right. I'm, I'm ready. I'm All right. ready. Hold on a second. I'm Hold on a second. Re- we got to get our theme ready. music. I'm ready. Hit it. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. All righty. Okay, Rich. And I'm ready for all the hate in my mentions. That'll be fun. <laughs> what do you mean? Rich, the Chiefs and 49ers didn't win the games on Sunday. The Ravens and Lions lost That's them. That's a ridiculous overreaction. It is a ridiculous overreaction because the reason why everybody's saying the Ravens lost the game because they quote unquote no showed is because the Chiefs defense showed. You know what also showed on Sunday? Mahomes and Kelsey showed in that first half. First half. Okay. Kelsey showed to the tune of 11 catches on 11 targets. Mahomes set a personal playoff record with 20 first half completions you know also showed the butt kicker in the <laughs> wind and the rain yep. he showed okay. he came up with a big field goal you know also showed tommy townsend showed <laughs> i'm mentioning a punter wow the ball got they down the ball got down inside the 10 yard line a couple times on the ravens they all showed and that's the reason why the ravens lost did the ravens make some decisions did they also have a lack of composure that was shocking Yes, they factored into it. And did the Lions lose because their head coach made some head-scratching decisions? I know the way you're looking right now doesn't really read into a listening podcast, Mm -hmm. but those who can see it on YouTube, you agree that Dan Campbell screwed the pooch, if you will, on this one. We'll get to that in a minute. I'm sure we will. That said, if the door was left slightly ajar, by Dan Campbell's decision to not kick a field goal midway through the third quarter to retake a 17-point lead. The 49ers kicked the door in with, yes, a lucky (laughs) 51-yard connection to Brandon Ayuk. But that throw that Purdy zinged into Ayuk was a nice throw 
to make it a seven-point game. And then they tied it because the defense showed by ripping the ball out of Jameer Gibbs' hands. True, true. Okay, so overreaction. Chiefs and Niners won because they showed in the moments in which the Ravens and Lions did not. Okay. What's next, sir? Well, let's talk about Dan Campbell then. Dan Campbell cost his team a trip to the Super Bowl by not kicking field goals. <sighs> Where do I stand on this? Did he cost them a trip to the Super Bowl? We still don't know. But I, I thought that the field goal in the third quarter, the opportunity to get back up 17, would have placed the momentum back in their hands. I know he said in a post-game press conference that the reason why he went for it was to regain the upper hand. I thought he would have had the upper hand if he kicked a field goal to go up 17, basically saying, hey, San Francisco, nice field goal you got to start the second half. Right. But we just matched you. You're still down three scores. And you're now with one less of an opportunity to get closer because we just matched you. So we, we, we nullified one of your possessions. We now only have a quarter and a half to go mm. with a 17-point lead as opposed to an entire half to go with a 17-point lead. And I think that would have let kept uh, San Francisco more in a hole rather than getting a nice burst of energy because the defense got off the field on a fourth down. That did lead to the Ayuk Oop, as I've been referring to mm-hmm. it. I don't know if that's going to catch on. It's good. I like um, that one. The 51-yarder. But Campbell didn't, when he went for it on fourth down, say, let's drop the ball, then let's give up a circus catch, and then let's fumble the ball after that. And did all those three things happen because he went for it on fourth down? No. So to say that but he cost he, them by going for it. Take the three what if, points. But we're what if he went for the three points in the in the right, kicker? Exactly. We're assuming that they're makes. There's a lot of assumptions here. You know, Badgley was 78% on kicks from 40 to 49 yards. So good chance he does make both of those. The one thing that I think cost them was not even going for it on fourth down rather than tying the game um, at 27 apiece at the halfway mark of the fourth quarter. It's interesting. Both of those fourth down decisions happened right in the middle of each quarter in the second right. half. Yep. Um, it, it, it was not overruling the call to run the ball on third and goal from the one when you need to have all your timeouts left. Yeah. You gotta, was, you gotta a, go to the air twice. You got to go Porta. You got, yeah, I'm in like, Come Amon on, Rod. you have you got, two studs. You got a lot going on with your playmakers. No, Goff wasn't playing terribly. Gibbs so. out of the backfield. I don't know. Any, of, any, any of these two-point plays. A lot of possibilities. Uh, um, how, how about a tackle-eligible play just to stick yeah. it in everyone's face? <laughs> that would have been, you know what I mean? That would have been a time for it. So, but you're right. That's your best two-point play on the one on the one-yard line there for a touchdown. You I don't. I, that one. That's the one that that um, Chris Long on our flagship show. Hmm. Uh, called an unforgivable mistake. All right, so put the percentage on Dan Campbell here for the loss. Like, what do you, what do you say? I don't know. I mean, really, percentages. I don't know. I'm just uh, saying this is what the conversation has is a hand on, on in Monday. It. You know, he put he put this trust in the players to execute. There was no execution in it. Um, I I think they would have had a better chance to win these to to win the game had they kicked the field goals when they didn't. 
And, you know, it doesn't take a genius to see that they could have used one of those three-pointers when they lost by three. Right. Um, but every decision has its own residual effect. So sure. I, I'll say that he, you know, I, I, I got to push back on this being an overreaction. Um, so I'll, I'll just push back and say he, he didn't cost them, but he certainly greased the skids. All right, let's take this one, one step further for the Lions. This loss is going to linger with the team in 2024, and they're going to miss the playoffs altogether That's, next year. I mean, that is that is a that is that is a total overreaction, man. I don't know. Hangovers are real. I know in, they in the next are. season. It's a Look real at thing. The Eagles, absolutely. I get you. Yep. I see it. But the Eagles had that because they lost both of their coordinators. The Lions are probably going to lose one. They're probably going to lose Ben Johnson. Aaron Glenn has been interviewing, but yeah, he'll probably. Well, I mean, I don't think they're going to lose both. I don't think Seattle and Washington are going to no, take both. Maybe coordinators. not. But he's been interviewing. I mean, it's not. Like no, he's I not, understand. He's not out there. Um, I I hear you. Um, so, and Dan Campbell said that's why he told the guys, I don't know if we're ever going to get back here again. But one way that we're definitely not getting back here is if you treat this off season like it's 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 anything else. Like you need to think about this every what single you think day. Think about that honesty from, I from Dan great Campbell. Because that's a way to coach. It's just like, Hey, don't go into this off season thinking, well, don't worry about it. You know, we were 17 points up on the NFC champs and yep. we had them where we wanted them. We just didn't make the plays and, you know, and just go all lottie da into your off season. He wants them to own it and think about it. And he will, that's for sure. His own issues. And so I don't know. They need to take him to heart because it's true. They may not be back and that in one way to ensure that they won't be back is if they don't treat this as if it is every single day getting better with whatever the hell that means with the lift or eating right or living right. I, I don't know. But to sit here right now and say it's such a terrible loss that they're screwed for next year right now, they might actually use it as their fire. They might actually win this division again. They might actually have a better than a three seed and, they could be a two seed. They could even be the one seed. They could actually have a better season. Uh, the fact that the Packers have joined this mix in a significant way. I'm, I'm um, pulling for them. Might that, actually lead to again, uh, taking said, it even more serious. I said they were America's team. I, I kind of, I, I do believe that. I felt that. But every year there's a new batch of playoff teams. And this might have been their I one know. shot. But to sit here and say this is definitely going to happen because the loss is so difficult to watch and bear. Um I'll push back on that as an overreaction. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Rich, last week I said this about Josh Allen, that he needed to leave the AFC in order to get to a Super Bowl. 
So is this now Lamar? You're just going to make the same thing for Lamar? The Ravens have reached their ceiling with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Uh, wow. Is, have we ever had a show where I think you're overreacting to everything? <laughs> Probably. Um, <laughs> reached their ceiling with Lamar. I, 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 I disagree. Zay Flowers had a hell of a game. He just made uh, a boneheaded mistake with taunting. Legereus need. I mean, that was an easy 15 yarder. Easy. If he didn't, they could have used that momentum and gone in and not, not had that moment where they, maybe they could have ran it right. inside the 10. Oh, he could have <laughs> uh, honestly, uh, I don't know. They, they could have run it a couple times and jammed it in there and it, there wouldn't have been a, a, a fumble, but, um, and, and I know flowers he, is really upset about the fumble, to the point where he slammed his hand on the bench yeah, and cut started, his hand open. Started bleeding. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, listen, Snee just made an incredible play just as Flowers is about to cross the goal line and make it 17 14. Unbelievable play. So Key's clearly a keeper, right? Zay Flowers, yes. Right. Likely and like, likely and Andrews are a hell of a two tight end set. Yeah. Okay. Um, the running back spot. I get they it. could get better at that too. It's the same conversation we had last week about the Bills. Right. So all the other teams in the AFC, all the other great quarterbacks, all the new coaches right. and Lamar now and has Patrick a, Mahomes is still there. You got to go through him that now, if you're going to say that the Ravens have reached their ceiling with Lamar Jackson, a quarterback is the same way as saying this is Patrick Mahomes conference and, and it, it'll take a, a huge effort to beat him and the chiefs while he's still playing at the top of his game. That's a mouthful. No, okay. That, fits on the, that doesn't fit on the, our, on our topic bar on the screen, but to basically sit here and say, Lamar's never going to get any better than he got this year. And the offense can't be any better than they got this year. I think they could, they could do better at some of the playmakers. Uh, you know, they scored a lot of points this year. And no, Lamar's about did. to be MVP. No, I, I I'm, I'm aware okay. of that. I'm just pointing. But out. don't you think they could, if they get another Zay flowers in the draft and there's suddenly they got, like a, um, a, a like, like, like a waddle to go okay. with his Tyreek Hill, like, right? Like Buffalo, don't you think this was the Ravens' best chance? What if the Ravens one get, seed what home the, game in the AFC Championship game? What if the Ravens that place say, is rocking? The weather is supposed to right. be advantageous for their style of play on offense. Nothing. What if in six weeks the Ravens just say, "Screw it, let's 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 knock on the door and say, would you take a team-friendly contract, Derrick Henry? Would that change your opinion?" On this topic bar? Are they going to beat the Chiefs? With Derrick Henry? Um, I mean, the running game was amazing, and they abandoned it no, I, on Sunday. I'm, a, I'm aware of all of that. Ah. I'm just saying, like, I'm just giving you ideas just here. Just pushing back. What if, what if DeAndre Hopkins goes, you know what, I should have I signed with the Ravens to begin with. Is he going to look like Odell did this year? Which was, well, where, Odell, was where was he yesterday? Well, I mean, Odell, again, um, was coming back from a knee injury in, you know, in the same way that Von Miller, it took him a while to even okay. get back on the field. And in that last game against the chiefs, Von looked finally like Von, right? So I, I, I'm just saying there are definitely opportunities to look at this Ravens team and saying they can get better and improve with draft and improve with free agent moves. The defense looks pretty damn good, and it doesn't look like it's going to get long in the tooth. I mean, Kyle Hamilton is a keeper I mean, of look, to hold the gold the, standard platinum variety. To man. hold the Chiefs to seventeen points, zero in the second half, you got to win that game. I know they didn't. This just in. I'll just push back down there right. and being an overreaction. Okay. okay. Have we reached halftime? Of one more. One okay, more before right. halftime. Rich, if the Forty ers don't win the Super Bowl, 
They should go get Kirk Cousins in free agency. Now you are in the realm. I know this is really a third rail subject matter. I know. But if Brock Purdy does not perform well. Again, I wrote this in the first half when they were getting smoked. Dude, I, I, I understand that. But you know. this is a team that, you know, looked at Jimmy Garoppolo after a Super Bowl season and go, nah, maybe we need to start looking around. This is literally a team months ago. They tried to get Tom Brady, Brady to play I know. this How year. How did that not catch much fire? It was buried deep in a profile, and no one really picked up well, on it. Well, guess what's coming is a, a media, you know, that's coming to Vegas with nothing to talk about. This won't be discussed in Vegas. But oh, if Purdy, not, if Purdy but, has an off game in the Super Bowl, yeah, and this if, is a team that looks at, well. Everything. Yeah. That, they look at everything. You know, hey, Jimmy G, you missed that throw. I mean, we schemed. We were seven minutes from the title, and you missed the deep throw. Ah, see you later. Right. We schemed. We schemed it for you, and you missed it. It was there. And hey, uh, Brady's forty-six, and I know you're Brock Purdy. You're coming off surgery. That was Emmanuel Sanders. You had free, and so we're going to start thinking maybe we can upgrade at this position, and then we'll draft Trey Lance, right? Yep. And then we'll still almost go to the Super Bowl. And then with we'll you. hope that he beats you out. He doesn't. Right. And, and then, then we'll you know, ask you to still come back. And then you're where you're gone. But wait a second. Come back. Can right. You please? Come back. Can you please come back and, and then do he gets it hurt. again? Right. They're always so, looking for upgrades. So you can't discount that. No matter how many wagons get circled by the 49er yeah. fans around their quarterbacks, that you ask anybody who knows the Shanahan system from this, Mike. This guy. This guy. This is the reason why That's this guy, guy was drafted in the same draft as RG3. They yep. think he is the prototype. And he was phenomenal this year before his Achilles He's gave way. Big number season. So I'm not going to sit. This is not out of the realm of crazy. How about that? I'll finally buy that one. I mean, I understand that. It's but, crazy. You no, know, if they don't win now, if they don't win and Purdy goes for 300. And the reason why they don't win is because Mahomes had the ball last, sort of similar to last. Sure, maybe I should have worded that a little bit differently. Well, you worded you worded it when when it was when it was they were getting smoked. smoked. Yeah, so you know, and you were ready to say that they should do that off of a championship game loss, and then you had to rephrase it because they got through. Exactly. Did I I, I figure out how the sausage got made? Okay, you did. You did. (laughs) Halftime of Overreaction Monday, Uh, in game time, as you know because we've been telling you about it all season long. Fast and easy way to buy tickets for events near you. How about this one? Right now, all users, when you buy a big game ticket on game time, you get $100 off when you use the code VEGAS100. Again, game time's the ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Last-minute seats, exclusive flash and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. You take the guesswork right out of buying tickets with Game Time. And again, right now, all Game Time users can get $100 off a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. Restrictions do apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Just download the Game Time app and use the code VEGAS100. And you get $100 off a big game ticket. Or, you know, if you're not going to the game, you could still use our code OVERREACTION, O-V-E-R-R-E-A. C-T-I-O-N, two R's in overreaction, and you get $20 off your first purchase for anything else. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. All right, Chris, keep going. What All else right, you got? Second half, Rich. If the playoffs. Second half, which means I'm going for it. I'm going to come you're back. Going for if everything. you think I'm yeah, down by right. 17 that's takes right. right now. That's right. Okay. You're going for it. When you should just kick and take the points. I mean, come on. Sometimes. If the playoffs were included for the NFL awards, McCaffrey, MVP, Andy Reid, coach of the year. No, Mahomes would be MVP. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I just watched Christian Reed McCaffrey coach of the year. score two touchdowns no, and win the game no, by, by himself almost. Uh, no, I mean, what, what did Mahomes do in the second half on Sunday? Dude, Patrick Mahomes, we are living in his world right now. I don't understand. I don't think people are understanding what's going to happen in the next two weeks. Well, hold on. We'll get to that in a second. Hold uh, on. Oh, you, is there something that hits yeah, on that hold, subject yeah, hold matter? On, hold on, hold on. I don't know. I mean, you, you could make the case. I don't think this is an overreaction. I mean, I think McCaffrey should win MVP. I anyway, think Reed but... would be coach of the year. Period. You know, no matter what, I think I'd agree with you on the Reed is coach of the year, and no McCaffrey Mc, no being McCaffrey MVP. MVP? Uh, I mean, oh, man, he's been a beast. He has been a beast. I'm not saying he hasn't been, but okay. this, this is a quarterback award, dude. It doesn't have to be. Running backs have we won MVP before. How about this? You could put up an overreaction. A running back will never, never win, again? win an MVP award again. Wow. And I would call, I would say that that's less of an overreaction. Really? Yeah, dude. McCaffrey and Purdy are going to split the 49er Derek vote. Henry just won it a few years ago. Get ready for Lamar. Everyone needs or to get ready Peterson? for the coach of the year, the MVP and coach of the year to go to each of the teams that did not win on championship Sunday. And I'm giving I'm giving them the respect to not say the loser of Championship Sunday. How about this? Should we include the playoffs for awards? Um, it's a regular season award. You know what I mean. So there's possible that a team, a guy was so super superior, right? Mm-hmm. Offensively, defensive player of the year, right? Like for instance, had the Steelers not made the playoffs, um, J TJ Watt would be defensive player of the year, okay. right? Sure. Okay. Like, I think TJ Watt is the defensive player of the year. Okay. <laughs> Even though I didn't say it on the show the other day. Well, I'm, uh, but, but I'm trying to make my point right, here. I get it. Okay. Max Crosby may win defensive player of the year. Right. And um, didn't make the playoffs. He didn't make the playoffs. Perfect example. Sure. I see. So that's but, what I'm saying. But you see it in other sports where, like, you know, the the award gets announced so later on, and it's just such a womp womp moment because they got bounced or they're not in the playoffs. But or... the NBA always hands it to the player in the in front of their home fans. But sometimes they don't even make it. I know that. It's like I'm what with are we doing? you, dude. I'm with you. That's why. Okay. But you could make that case for anybody, you know. But that's why I think Super Bowl MVP is like a single game award that sometimes is awarded to somebody for the run that they just made. That's true. Right? Like some of that is factored so, it's, into it's who so wins the MVP though, of we, the MVP. We, we won't see a, a non-quarterback win MVP ever again, but we have non-quarterbacks win Super Bowl MVP all the time. You could make a case, like if, you, if you're hunting and pecking for something here to sort of in the same way the um, – 
NCAA tournament has most outstanding player of the entire tournament. Mm-hmm. And that might be different from the player of the year award that's handed out. So maybe the NFL should create another award. Who are they naming after? Brady? I mean, how could you? Greatest be- playoff five, player ever? How could you not? Five? Right? five the Tom Brady award? MVPs? They did it for... Uh... Did it for Jordan or the, you know, it's MVP. Jordan is the MVP, I think, award now. Is that what it for is? Basketball. Okay. Yeah, so. All right. How about this? This is the one where I wanted to get to Mahomes here. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, yes. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, the best coach QB receiver triumvirate in NFL history. Mm. Right now, that would belong to Walsh, Montana, and Rice, right? That trio has three, yes. Right. That's who it would belong to. So that's so. the standard here. So, because Gronk uh, has a ring, but he didn't play in one of the games, and so you know it's Brady and Bill, but they always had a different kind receiver, of star right. receiver, right? Yeah, you know, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, it's Walsh, Montana, and Rice. Unless you want to say who else? What Landry? Noel, and, well, I was gonna say Noel Bradshaw and Stallworth, Swan, or Swan, one of those types of guys. Yeah. Um, Troy, Irv, and. And um, and Emmett, well, coach. Okay, that's so, right. Oh, right. Coach Jimmy so was Jimmy only two, two, only for two. Right, 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 right. <sighs> Stop me in my tracks on this one. You want to talk about the conversation that's coming this week? I mean, this is it right here. I mean, the three of these guys. Um, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, that's three for Reed. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 that's three for the three of them. And you talk about. You know, the numbers yeah. that they're putting yeah. up. You mentioned yeah. Kelsey's now yeah. the yeah. all-time leading yeah. playoff receiver in eight less games yeah. than Jerry Rice and obviously what Patrick Mahomes well, has I done. I mean, Montana would still be on top of Mahomes in terms of rings. True. Kelsey would True. still be behind Rice in some of the categories. But the fact that he's even above him, period. In a category. In, in a category, yeah. let alone two. Right. Um, For the playoffs. And Reed is not a, I mean, but put them all together. You're, you're not, I don't think you're off. I'm, I'm, this is not an overreaction. That's not like crazy. Get out of here. There's arguments yeah, to be I had for and against. I think there's a conversation I'll here. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. It's for conversation sure. Here. For sure. All right. A couple of coaching ones and then we're out the but door. But before you do week. that, hold on a minute. Just everyone has to understand what's coming with Mahomes. Okay. In terms of the conversations we're going to be having? In terms of, yeah, and there's going to be, by the time he snaps, the ball snapped for the Super Bowl. People are going to be, like, having Mahomes fatigue. Well, and, I mean, on Twitter last night, already, they were already calling him the greatest ever. Well, I saw, you know, a couple of our colleagues at ESPN was saying he's the best quarterback ever. And it's just like, he is the best quarterback. Well, we need to slow down. Yeah. Because, and we'll talk about it more on, on our shows this week. Flagship show. If you will. I mean, I don't know if you can call up, if you can, um, the, gr- the the graphic of Mahomes and Brady. The pre-30. Pre, you know, at, at age 28. Yeah. And right now, Mahomes has got Brady at this point. If Brady's career stopped at 28 and he would somehow, you know, no longer play anymore, and we would have put him in the hall, Right. I think um, so, yeah. I think he, so. His, his numbers are, are better. Now, this is the way you catch Tom Brady, is you start this way. Entering the Super Bowl, he's already got four more playoff wins at this age than Brady had. He's gotten 16 more regular season wins than Brady had. He's gotten uh, one more Super Bowl appearance than Brady's had, a fewer Super Bowl win. This is going into the game. 
uh, the same number of Super Bowl MVPs and already two NFL MVPs. Brady never had, did not get one by this age. Right. Well, they so weren't. He's, he's already it, got. They weren't airing it out back then. So if you want to say he's the he's got he's off to the greatest quarterbacking start in the history of the NFL, it's probably true. Yeah. Okay, probably you could true. make that case. Yeah, you I, could I, absolutely I, make that case. I, mean, I don't know what the case is. I think it's kind of clear cut. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I just don't know off the top of my head, and well, you know, in terms after, of accolades, after stepping and... in it with the defensive player of the year conversation without having all the information directly in front of me and opining with an opinion. Um, you know, I, I want to make sure that'll, that'll teach you to have opinions. Oh, uh, no, I mean, <laughs> I want to make sure that I, I, cause I don't know what, you know, Bradshaw's numbers were at what certain age did he have four by now? No, or anything it, like it, that? Two, two. They went, uh, back to back and separated by, so I just want to point this out though. Okay. That this is the base from which Mahomes can attack mm-hmm. Brady's all time records. And if he doesn't have that 10-year lull between... Brady, you mean? that If, if Mahomes doesn't oh, have doesn't, that 10-year yeah, yeah, yeah. lull yep. that Brady, can I say, suffered? Because, I mean, they lost, he went they to lost Super Bowls, he didn't lose. Yeah, they lost to the Giants I mean, he didn't twice. win, but, yeah. but Brady still amassed some remarkable achievements from which he used his early remarkable success and then the 10-year remarkable success we're referring to as a lull as a base to have the greatest career in the history of 40-year-olds in the National yeah. Football League history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the longevity still needs to come from Mahomes, as does, as does the success. But right now, he's the greatest we've ever seen at this age. And in terms of under 30, the greatest I think we've, we've seen – and it's now set a standard for anybody coming out of college, anybody coming out of college, to do in their first six years of starting. These numbers are he didn't even play in the first year. Right. Except for a cup of coffee in the final regular season game, the wet his beak, while Alex Smith took them to the playoffs in his last year there. Yep. The the Mahomes of Palouse is coming already. It took 10, 15 minutes for people to call him the greatest quarterback <laughs> ever. The and they don't want to have a conversation about it. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on a second. Right. Tom Brady did what he did from 40 up. And that conversation we won't have for another dozen years <laughs> if we're for if Mahomes if is fortunate playing. enough yeah. to have the career Brady had. So we need to pump some brakes and wanted to say it here first on this pod. Because we're gonna we're gonna have this did. conversation yeah, over the gonna next be, it's month, gonna be nuts. week plus. It's gonna be nuts. The discourse will All be right. crazy. What else? All right, just a couple of coaching things before we hit out the door, Rich. Jim Harbaugh. Introduced. I saw a video today. I'm wearing the the powder blues. Mm. Chargers are going to championship Sunday next year. All right. What else? No. Come on. Definitely. Like, come on. They're going to. Ch- Dude, they. Rich, I say things, you react. That's how this podcast and I'm is reacting gone for you, and weeks. I'm saying what an overreaction. But that you is. said immediately move that. Move we've on. Already, we've already we've already You're established. Already move on. We've already established that based on everything we've just discussed, the Chiefs are one of the two teams they'll be playing. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So it's very rare to have a divisional championship Sunday. Well, that's number weird, one. Weird. Why don't uh, they win the division next? year? I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Patriots didn't win the division every year. Dude, what is he going to just flip a switch and all of a sudden they're going to win 12, 13 games? I think, I think so. Ten, eleven. Don't don't you think? I love this man. Which needs to be flipped down the street. I get it, but you still need to, you know, win. And he's he's not only taking over a gig, he's taking over a, a gig in Mahomes' neighborhood. He's, Rich. 
Okay. What does Jim Harbaugh do? He shows up places. He I know. Wins immediately. But the championship Sunday next year. I mean, my goodness gracious. When was the last coach that, that in his first year on the job, George took a team Seifert to the, won a Super Bowl? Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Okay, and he right. took over right. the he took over the team San Francisco Forty Nine. Won the year before. Okay. I mean, Barry Switzer, right? What year before? All right. All right. You didn't like that one. Right? Yeah. All right. What else? Last one. But do you think I'd say yes just because I love Harbaugh? Kind of. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bill Belichick will never be an NFL head coach again. <sighs> this one hurt to write. Got to be honest. I'll push back on this. Let's just say he does take a gig in media. Which, People, by the way, I'm here for. Me, so, we should. Like him you just should. showing up anywhere. Any set, don't you care. Should. By the way, he should just rove and go to every set. Well, the idea that we came up with is a coach cast. You even threw coach I saw, cast. That's all I saw Because we said it should be him and Saban doing a coach cast. I threw Pete Carroll in there. Why you not? Threw Pete yeah, in there. why not? I don't know what their relationships are to, to all three of them want to work together. I don't know. And I don't know what he what he's wants to do or when he's going to come around to it. But that would keep him in the mix media-wise, right? And right. then still be the guy that we're all like, oh, God, he knows everything about everything about yeah. everything. <laughs> and then you take a look at everybody that kept their coaches this year that might be willing to finally move on. Yeah. Um, so oh, I'll say know. I'll say you can't say he's never going to be a head coach in the NFL again right now. But if he takes a year off, suddenly now he's 73. He'll be a 73-year-old going coach. Going into, right. you know, there's six to eight jobs that are open next year. Right, and he still is Bill Belichick. But why do you only get one interview this year? Um, that's a great question. I don't know. I guess, I guess for me, you know, that's kind of the thing. Like, hmm, nope. Really? Washington? You didn't want to, you didn't give him a call? Uh, I, I, I don't, I, I just think Anybody? that they, they want to start fresh yeah. with somebody who's young and, and then run 20 years with them. But instant credibility is hiring. Of course. Hiring I, I totally understand that. And, but they feel that they're, they want to start from the, the first jump together yeah. with a completely fresh get it. It was just maybe a little the su- first time head yeah. coach. But as I, a little surprising. as I warned the other day, take a look at the Milwaukee Bucks. They thought, let's go with somebody who's never done it before. Somebody's yeah. young. They, we can all grow together. And then halfway through, they're like, oh, no, no, no. Let's get the old hand from I know, Boston. I know what our record is. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, right. And on this day that we're recording this, Doc Rivers gets introduced as coach of the Bucks. So I, I'd counsel, you know, everybody to to watch it. So uh, next time, um, we're going to have to overreact to what? The next week, topics? Uh, we'll figure out something. Don't worry, Yeah, Rich. no, no, no. There'll be lots more to overreact to still maybe from Championship Sunday. Next time we're on the air, we're going to be coming on. Oh, you know, we'll react to the Pro Bowl games. Hey! I'm bring, sure you're going to come up with something. Bring the game back. The tug of war. Are they going to tug of war or something like that? There's all kinds of fun. Dodgeball, tug right. of war. Well, great. Uh, at any rate, we'll be get you ready for <laughs> Super Bowl 58. It'll be a nice little Super Bowl preview. Uh, on Overreaction Monday. For Chris, I'm Rich. Thanks for joining us on this one. Chat shortly. Hey, everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day. Plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen.